Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Line Podcast. My name is Elliot, and I am joined here today with the Logan Phillips. Logan, it's good to have you back on the podcast. Glad to be back, Elliot. You got to give us a little bit of an update. It's been months since since we've heard about you. So almost exactly nine. Really? Mm-hmm. It's been that long. I'm well. What day is today? Yeah, nine months yesterday, right? I'm a terrible June, host. May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. Ten months. The newest staff well, member. We just started ten month ten yesterday. It took me nine months to get back to the newest staff member. That's terrible. That's right. You're a busy man. Well, how have you been in these last nine months? Give us an update. Oh, man. Things have been good. Um, man, over the past nine months, what has happened? So I started in May. My oldest turned three. My youngest is about to turn two, and then we have got another one cooking Woo! since the last time we talked. Man. So, uh, it's been good. Yep. My wife is, I think, 17 weeks pregnant now, so she's out of the first trimester, which means the puking has slowed down, Ugh. and she can eat again. So, things are good. We're settled. Um, earlier today, I made a... We're finally like getting like I got a dentist now and like Let's our go. doctor and like the girls are going to the dentist on Friday, which is weird because they're three and almost two. But I guess that's something you got to do. So yeah. we're like getting real adulty, you know, in our new home that is Rockford. So let's go. Yep. Yeah, dentist is a big deal. Uh, barber's a big deal too. But you cut your own hair, right? I do. Okay. Yeah. That's Fun nice. fact about Logan I do. Phillips. Ever since COVID. Actually, that's not true. Whenever COVID happened, a coworker I had at the time, she cut my hair. And then whenever we moved or whenever we learned that we were moving, I was like, hey, you're not going to be able to cut my hair anymore. I better learn how to do it. And so actually for a while, my wife did it kind uh-huh. of. And then she hated it. It made her anxious because okay. she was afraid I was going to get mad at her, which yeah. I'm not that kind of guy. Uh, then I just started doing it myself. So I, I do. I cut my own hair. Oh, here's another thing. Uh, tell tell the people about your your grocery store escapades. How you finally found your store? Well, I don't know that I have. <laughs> I don't know that I have. The biggest bummer about moving is you have all your things, right? You got your doctor, you got your dentist, right? You've got your grocery store, and for me, I had my grocery store that I could go in and out of. Like, I knew where everything was. The layout made sense, and. I lost that. I missed my Hannaford. And so I've been on a journey of trying to find a new grocery store for a while. We live really close to like Target and Schnucks. And so I've just been going to Schnucks and I would find myself physically getting hot when I was in (laughs) Schnucks because it's like I don't understand the layout. I can't find anything I'm looking for, all that. And so I took to the Internet. A lot of people suggested Meyer, which I'm learning is just like a mix between Target and Walmart. Yes. Except it's not quite as nice as Target, but a little bit nicer than Walmart. Yeah. And they have produce you can kind of trust. And a really weirdly big Carhartt section of clothing. Which is fire, yeah. by the way, so, if you're ever looking for something. Yep. But so we're still working through Meyer. I am not set on it yet. Okay. But. You like it better than the other options. I so will far. never go back to Schnucks okay. unless I absolutely <laughs> have to. And I just like need a pop or something. Right. But yeah. It's a crazy world we live in here. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's uh that's the highlight of my dadness. Yeah. I'm, adulting. I'm, that's the highlight of adulting, <laughs> I feel like. I guess that's something only millennials say. Adulting. Uh, Gen Z get mad at us for saying adulting. Do they? Uh, allegedly. 
Well, you're going to have to hold that one, Gen Z, because I like saying adulting. Mm-hmm. That's yes, and you the- can't make me not adult. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, other exciting news. Um, State line just turned five. Mm-hmm. So, that's crazy. It's insane that I've been here for four years. You've been here for not that, but... Um, it's crazy to me that it, it, we're such a young church, and regardless of wh- whatever church you come from, five years for a church is young. Like mm-hmm. that's that's oh, a baby for sure. church. Yeah. So, um, and you know, I I don't know about you, but I've been hearing a lot of like really good feedback from that actual service. Like a lot of people really enjoyed that service, and um, I was thinking back to my favorite memories, just in some of the things that I really cherish and value, and. Just to be able to see the congregation um, really just, like, look back and reflect and have so much joy in the service and, like, see so much laughter and even some tears at some times. It was just cool to be able to, like, experience that, especially someone who's been here for, like, four of the five years. Sure. So um, there's just been so much growth and so much happening and, you know, so many different things changed, whether I think it was good or not. Like, but to see... Like, the state line community just rally around, you know, the state line. Like, the you know, it's just been amazing. So, um, happy birthday, state line. It was so cool to just kind of be a part of that service and see some stuff happen. Um, fun fact, if you, didn't, if you didn't know where I was that whole day, I was in the drum cage. That's where I was. So, um, that's... Sometimes I'm in there, if you didn't know that. I know people are... About once every four weeks. About once every four weeks, I'm in there. So people think I'm a mystery for some reason. I don't know why, but that's where I was. I was in the drum cage. Which is Um, weird now, because there's not a camera, so you don't ever get any insight if you're watching online into the drum cage. So it's just you hear all this rhythm happening (laughs) with no context to where it's coming from. (laughs) And the drums aren't on stage anymore either. So yeah, that's a whole lot. So what did you you think about the, uh, the service? Yeah, so anniversaries are cool. For me, it was different because I don't have any context. Yeah. And so the church doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't feel new. Because mm-hmm. everything that we have, we've had since I've been here. Right, 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 right. And so the five-year anniversary was interesting to me because, like, I don't – to see how everything that's happened throughout the history of State Line, like – I have a reference point as to like where I was Mm -hmm. and it was interesting because it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like hearing Greg talk about when the grill caught on fire at the first free family flicks, which I think was like 2017 or something like that or 2018. Like that was the year Kendall was born. Right. And she's only three. So like when you look at it in like reality, it doesn't feel that long, but it's interesting because I just haven't been here. Mm -hmm. So that's been fun. Um, Another thing that I thought was cool about the service is I felt like we walked a fine line of, in a good way, of like, it can be, it can, you, churches can tend to, whenever you like have celebrations like that, to be like, look at, look at us. Yeah. Look at how awesome we are. Right. Right. Versus look at how, look at what God has done through our church and look how good God has been. Yeah. I feel like we walked a fine line of doing both well. Yes. Um, and not making it too much about like, I don't know how you can make something too much about God, but you get what I mean. Like we didn't make it too much about us and how like great we are as a church versus how great God has been. Um, I thought that was cool. And then probably my favorite thing, which I think, I don't know that you asked me that, but you're going to find out now. I think I did. Uh, My favorite thing about the service was probably uh, seeing how well people engage with the music we chose. Yeah. Um, It's really easy for me as a worship leader to like, 
be hype on all the new and upcoming stuff mm-hmm. and like kind of forget about like the tried and true like of what stood the test of time which five years right like for example lion and the lamb people were losing their marbles to that song <laughs> and the first time i led that song i was a senior in college which would would have been 2015 2014 2015 around that somewhere on there yeah so like and it's true that people enjoy what they know and so like a lot yeah. of people knew those songs because right. obviously they were the songs that we've played over the past five years and so right. it was interesting to see people like engage in a familiar way yeah so well yeah. i mean in church in church culture that like opening guitar rift is as famous as like the journey solo like don't stop believing right. like everybody knows iconic we're about to get crazy in here when you hear that opening that opening guitar rift the line in the land True. so that is one of those iconic but it was cool how like I didn't know all those songs were like our top five played songs. I could I mean, have guessed probably three of them. I think I maybe could have guessed one or two, but I, I was like, man, these, I didn't realize we sang these this many times, but mm-hmm. it it showed in the response, like those are state lines jams. So that was cool. I think my favorite part was, I mean, this is kind of low hanging fruit, but the 50 K giveaway, man, True. that was wild. Yeah. That was what I knew it was going to happen. And it was still wild. I was like, this is crazy, man. I, unbelievable yeah i think i i hyped myself up a little bit to where like the live reactions were a little bit underwhelming to me (laughs) but that's just because like i i don't know what i expected they were great i just i don't know it was great you Uh, were trying to react for people you didn't even give i was like mustering up a tear in real time (laughs) come on this is amazing but what was interesting about the 50k giveaway was um that was like i mean i've had a lot of these moments over the past nine months but like that was really a moment that wasn't like a little look behind the curtain here that wasn't planned super far in advance no no it was like week of decision and uh and being behind the scenes and knowing that was happening and seeing how that was all being planned it was a really cool moment for me to be like i felt a really strong sense of pride to like be associated with this church Mm -hmm. and be a part of this church because it's just like no this is the right thing to do this is what we're going to do and we're honored and like proud to be able to do this and it like even in the meeting where it was decided, it like pumped me up. I was like, guys, this is like super cool right now. Yeah. I'm so happy I get to work here, which yeah. is cool. I'm surprised that, you know, I'm being silly here, obviously, but I'm surprised that the congregation wasn't like, man, that's it. Because like generosity, <laughs> generosity <laughs> has become imagine? so normal for us, though. Yeah. Really? Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like our our congregation, it, it's unbelievable. They've gone above and beyond time after, i'm talking about y'all out there okay this is this is i need you to sit and listen about you for just one second okay hold on you guys have gone so above and beyond that it like i i am constantly blown away at the generosity and it truly it like is a no-brainer that that's one of our five value statements that generosity is normal it's just something that you guys just do so well mm-hmm. and you champion so well so and it's contagious like if i'm cards on the table talking about it like whenever we moved here i was like oh yeah stateline's super generous but like even the way that my wife and i are living our lives now just being associated with this community yeah we're way not that we weren't i mean we we were but Mm -hmm. we're way more generous now with like our time and resources and money than we were 10 months ago which is cool i find myself like since i started working here i find myself just giving stuff away and people look at me like, you're going to give that away? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, you don't understand. You just gave. I'm like, no, I know. And I, I didn't really think about it until the other day 
when someone like when I had an encounter with someone about something that I had given them and I was like that isn't normal huh but it's normal here right which, and so it just feels like that's the right next step that's what I do that's what I'm supposed to do right so it's so way just, to go gang way to go team like you guys rock mm-hmm. um and that doesn't mean all the other value statements are like eh no, the other value statements we live into those too, right. but um, it's just crazy. To, that just feels like one that just kind of sticks out. I don't know why. Because everybody why. gets weird about money. I guess that's true. Yeah, it's, it's like a weird taboo kind of thing. I guess that's true. Way to go. Yeah. Well, you guys rock. Um, but yeah, I'm, I I was hyped about that whole service. Worship was fire. The message was fire. The giveaway was super cool. Um, all that was awesome. And speaking of worship... This week, Friday. Friday. What do we got? Tell us, tell the people. Yeah, so I said this when I did 411 a couple weeks ago, but one of the things that we've heard a lot since my time on staff is like, hey, are we going to do a worship night? We did these pre-COVID. Yeah. And like, is that something that we're going to do again? They were really good, really exciting, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So what I tried to do was find a time early in the new year, in the dead of winter, where like people might need a little pick me up, mm-hmm. so like I feel like enough time has passed now towards like oh I'm gonna whatever our New Year's resolution is has either stopped happening oh, yeah. at this point 100%. or you're enough into it now where it's feeling a little bit of a drag. Mm-hmm. Like if you're it's going tough. to the gym six days a week, if yeah. you're six weeks into that, it's a drag by now. Right. Um. So just to try to find a time where people can. Come and engage and uh, maybe recharge their battery because if yeah. they're like me, the winter's rough around this time because it's like the days are short and it's cloudy and it's snow and it's cold. And it's Seasonal windy. depression is real. Yeah, yeah very real. Stuff. Um, but a time where we can gather and kind of hopefully till collectively experience the joy of the Lord. Yeah. And if it is at the beginning of the year, like if we haven't done that or if we've drifted off of that recentering ourselves on god early Mm -hmm. on in the year so that we can uh you know stay on the path that he has for us and that we're trying to be on so we're excited i mean we've got some people coming in from out of town so that our teams who are always serving Mm -hmm. can be served for once which is something i'm really excited about um it's gonna be good really hope people come yeah give us the details what time we're at it's gonna be here at the church in the auditorium uh, Friday, February 4th. Let's go. Depending on when you're listening to this, you may have missed it, but hopefully you won't. You ain't going to miss it. Um, 6 o'clock okay. to 7-ish. So it's not scheduled for like right at an hour. If I'm right. being exact, I think it's like 65 and a half minutes is what it's like. You left some room for the spirit to work. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going to be less than 75, <laughs> probably a little bit more than 60. But child care is provided uh, for birth through kindergarten. Yep. So... Part of the logic behind that was if if you've got grade school kids, we want to encourage people to worship as a family. And so, like, I think it's really important for kids to see their parents engaging in worship yeah. as much as it is for – there are – while kids' ministry is very appropriate, yes. there are times where it's appropriate for families to be together. And right. we felt like this was one of those times. Absolutely. So. I'm excited for it. It'll be cool. Um, I'm going to be snapping some pictures. Let's go. Putting some stuff on social media. So stay tuned. We're excited for you to be there. Thank you so much for listening to this um, episode of Behind the Line, and we will see you next time. See you later. See ya.